0: Hey friends, today we are talking about a topic that has really just connected and kind of smacked me in the face this week. So. Fires in leadership. What are they? How can we identify which ones to focus on and what can we do about it? I hope that this week's episode is one that connects with each of you, that you can find something to relate to, maybe chuckle alongside with me and nod, yeah, me too, I'm going through that. Or maybe something that you have learned or even something that you can share with all of us. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. Grab your headphones, turn up that radio in your car, wherever you are listening. Grab your your favorite beverage. Be safe if you are out walking. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Leadership Fires. Here we go. Hello, beautiful people coming at you today. It's Saturday. No, it's Sunday. Yeah. It's Sunday. <laughs> um, I come and at you today with a lesson that I have been reflecting quite a bit on this week, and hoping that it is able to resonate and connect with all of you and I'm kind of laughing because I shared with you last week the grace that I'm trying to give myself with getting these podcasts up and my goal is to get them up every Thursday and I'm just I'm not quite there yet but I'm getting closer so I'm going to take a moment and celebrate that and thank all of you for just encouraging and supporting through that but this week I have had just gosh a really I don't know overwhelming in a lot of ways Ways week, and I was talking to a colleague about what this next podcast episode should be. I sort of rewrote the plans for what it was going to be, and I said, "You know, I really just like to speak about whatever I am struggling with or going through because most oftentimes, if it's something that as a leader you are going through, somebody else is going through it as well, and that is real and authentic and in the moment that other people can learn and benefit from. So as we were talking about this, I was kind of whining maybe a little bit about how it just feels like there's so many fires in leadership. There's like these dumpster fires of all of the things that we can't control and some things we can control, but it just feels like there's dumpster fire after dumpster fire. And then there's these irons in the fire that we should be doing and projects and activities and things and things that you want to do. And then there's fires that excite you and get you energized and refuel your soul. And when I was talking about this, it was something that I was thinking about. I was saying that it's so hard because right now with all of the fires and leadership, I am unintentionally putting out fires that I should actually be like fanning the flames and I'm unintentionally fanning the flames and fires that I should be extinguishing and how it is so tricky sometimes to navigate the many fires in leadership and to identify which ones deserve your attention, deserve your time, deserve you to pour more fuel into those fires and grow those fires? And then which fires do you need to extinguish right away and put out? And then quite honestly, which fires are burning way over there in the distance that are distracting you and are pulling you away from what you really need to focus your energy on? And so as I was talking, I was like, that's it. That's the podcast. In fact, my colleague said, it sounds like you've got your next podcast episode. So here we go. We're going to talk about it today. And as always, it is really just authentic and from the heart and unscripted. And what you hear is sort of what is in my brain. So hopefully I can articulate the thoughts and feelings that will help you in your leadership journey. And if you are like so many of us out there with so many things going on to try to figure out what deserves our energy and what doesn't. So it started actually this week. I was in a meeting that we were leading in my school and I completely dropped the ball. So every month we do a student study meeting where we um, talk about students that may need some additional support. And one of the jobs in that meeting is to send out a schedule for the students. Well, I completely dropped the ball. I did not send the schedule out until that morning. Typically, I like to send it out several days in advance so my team of teachers can plan. Um, it takes time for them to, that we have a guest teacher that comes in their room, and so they have to take like a half hour of their day to kind of figure out what they're doing for the guest teacher to come in. And I didn't send it out on time. I sent it out that morning. It created some stress and some angst and some just tricky moments for my teachers. And it was something that I completely dropped the ball on because my attention was on all of these other fires. And some of the fires that my attention was on was rightly so. They were things that took priority. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit of determining priority of what we spend our attention on. And some of them were not. And when the other colleague that was on the team came in to talk to me to ask me what I needed and how she could help, I couldn't even tell her. (laughs) I was so completely overwhelmed with all of the fires that I couldn't even tell her what I needed help on or how I needed help with it or what to even do and that was a moment that I was like whoa this is not sustainable or healthy or at all being a an impactful leader that helps other people which is always my goal and so the first thing I needed to do was to own it and to apologize to the people that impacted my me dropping the ball and so I I did do that but the other part which was a little harder to do was to not beat myself up over it and If you are a leader that is very focused on service and taking care of your people, which I believe is so important for all of us to do as leaders, sometimes we will get stuck in this replay in our brain of beating ourselves up over the mistakes that we make, and oftentimes we can be really, really good at owning and apologizing, and the people that we have impact have already moved past it. Like They're like, oh, okay, moving on but we as leaders are still stuck in our own heads and beating ourselves up and that was something that I was like whoa this is not this is not good either so how do we get back from owning our mistakes not beating ourselves up identifying the fires that we need to spend our energy on which ones do we need to extinguish and which ones do we honestly just need to ignore so here's here are my some of my initial thoughts on that so one of the things that i believe with anything is pr- being proactive is always better than reactive, right? So I read this quote from Robert Heinlein. I think I'm saying that right. And he said, anyone can see the forest fire. It's sniffing out the smoke that takes the skills. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is so true. So it's super easy once the like whole forest is burning down for, for people to see it and to be like, oh, we should do this, this, and this. But what is really the goal is to smell the smoke before it becomes a full-blown fire and identify what that is. So trying to be aware and to know this, to really be proactive versus reactive is going to be the first thing that we can do. Now, sometimes we have control over that and sometimes we don't. Either way, once you recognize the smoke or the fire or whatever that is, and I'm speaking, you know, in, in... And and analogies here, we need to think what is the goal? So, when we see the smoke or we see this fire in our leadership journeys, troubles, instances, circumstances, whatever it is that's popping up, we need to ask ourselves as leaders is the goal to extinguish the fire, to put it out, or is the goal to fan the flames and to fuel the fire? Because sometimes we need to put out that fire so it doesn't destroy our organization, our team create problems or distance between us. But there are other times when that fire and that energy and that flame and that warmth and the good that can come from a fire needs to be fueled. So we first need to identify what is the goal. Once we know the goal and whether we need to spend energy extinguishing it or fanning the flames, then we need to look at all of the factors. So I was reading this article about actual firefighters, actually wildlife firefighters who go into these huge forests and how they extinguish these fires or maintain these fires. And there are so many factors that as they are trying to manage these huge forest fires that they need to consider. They need to consider the smoke for visibility and being able to see where they're going. They need to take into consideration the wind and how the outside factors of the wind can dictate how the fire spreads where it spreads how fast it spreads how slow it fa- spreads they need to consider the landscape of where the fire is happening is it in the mountains is it in flatlands how many trees are there are there rivers are there all of these other things they also need to consider the training of their teams and if they know the partners that they're working with the skills and the training that each of their team member brings and then they also need to consider the way that they're going to communicate to one another who's in charge how are they going to lead the attack the teamwork all of those things and it's really No different when you think about the fires in your leadership journey. So if you think about an experience right now, maybe something that you are trying to take care of in your leadership journey, maybe it's a problem that you're trying to extinguish, or maybe it's a project that you're trying to build momentum. And when you think about that, I want you to take some time to think about all of the factors that impact that fire or that leadership journey that you're going to do. So when you think about like the smoke, what are the outside factors that might impact the ability for you to see, for you to be able to to craft your vision and the ability for your team to see the vision, the goals, the purpose of that? What is the landscape of your leadership experience? Who are the people that are involved? What roadblocks might be getting in the way? What things might help you to project that forward? What are the outside factors that are going to play into that? Consider the skills of your team. Who can you bring in to support you? What teammates are you gonna empower and inspire to help you co-lead? What are some teammates that might need a little more support? What are the strengths of your teammates? How can you build on that? And then finally, how are you gonna communicate those skills, needs, wants to your team to either grow the fire or extinguish the fire? So as leaders, it's important that we try to make sense of all of the factors and to have a really clear focus on what we're trying to do and all of the things that contribute to how we go about doing that and then The next thing we need to do is we need to be able to communicate that very clearly to our team so that they know and that they can see the way. As the leader, we sort of have to take this like 300,000 foot view and looking from above and then diving down into it. So as a leader, it's important for you to be able to see these on all levels and how it impacts people. The other really tricky part, and this is where I got sucked in last week, is to avoid the distractions. So we don't have to chase all of the fires. As leaders, it's important for us to know that not all fires deserve our attention. Not all fires deserve the same level of attention or the same method of approaching them. So this was a 1000% my issue last week, and I'm still trying to figure out how to go through it. I feel right now as a leader that there are so there's so many things happening that are within my control and so many things that are happening that are out of my control. And some things that are out of my control still require my attention and my focus and me to be able to take care of that. Some things that are out of my control, I can let go. I can let fall off the plate. But oftentimes those things distract me because... I feel like as a leader, we, I think we talked about this last week. We feel like we need to do all of the things for all of our people. And so it's really, really easy as leaders, especially if you have the heart of leadership of servant leadership to feel like you are doing the right thing by jumping in the fire before you even know what the fire is. So sometimes when we really should be putting out the fire we end up fanning the fire or putting more energy into it or vice versa. Sometimes when we should be fanning the fire or fueling it, we spend time focusing on all of these other distractions that that fire that really needs our energy and our time and our attention, it just distinguishes and it goes out. So as leaders, when you think about your leadership journey and the projects and the problems and the situations or the leadership fires, I'm using air quotes here, it's important for you to take a minute, to take a breath, and to look before jumping. To look before jumping so you can try, if possible, to be as proactive as possible so that you can consider all of the factors, zoom out, another one of my colleagues says that a lot, zoom out, evaluate all of the situation before you are able to jump in and then zoom in and then get to work. It's this tricky thing of balance between jumping in with caution and confidence, right? You don't wanna be too cautious and like avoid jumping in or avoid the fires altogether and just be back and overanalyzing. We call that analysis paralysis. We don't want to be in a situation where we just are thinking and talking about it and not actually doing something, but we don't want to be overconfident either where we just jump in and we think we're going to save the world in one fell swoop, and then before we know it, we are consumed by the fire. So it's this really tricky balance of jumping in with caution but also with confidence and not too much caution, not too much confidence, but finding that sweet spot so that we don't have too much of either so that we can be clear on what it is that we need to do. One of the things that I've learned helps me to do this is to just ask myself a couple questions before jumping in. And it's hard sometimes because taking a few moments sometimes even taking a few hours or even a day or so to ask yourself these questions and to get really clear, it feels like you're ignoring the fire. So again, it goes back to that tricky balance of, sometimes you have to jump in quicker than you want or quicker than maybe you would in a normal situation. But asking yourself these three questions can help you to identify which fires are worth your energy and which fires you can let go. So what is the importance or the priority of this fire? Now, I'm kind of laughing here because you need to think about the importance to whom. So, sometimes fires that in your leadership journey or problems or projects might seem like a really, really, really big deal to somebody else, to one other person. And it's not that you wanna dismiss their feelings or what is important to them, but it's really, really essential as leaders for us to be able to tease out. Priorities. So, if there is a situation, let's just let me just make up an example here. In uh, schools, let's just say students have snacks, right? So, there. Let's just say that there's a student who is bringing candy bars every single day for snacks, right? And the classroom teacher is really, really upset that the students bring in a candy bars and every day for snacks, and they really want you to get involved and to help to put out that fire, okay? That is, that is something that could probably be taken care of really quickly. It's also something that as a leader, you could empower that teacher to be able to do. Um, and this is completely made up. None of my teachers, if you're listening, I know that you're not doing this, so no worries. But that is something that is probably... Low priority, small fire, but it very easily could consume you, if, especially if there are a bunch of those things that might be a priority to one or two people that could be empowered for somebody else to take care of versus a greater issue that maybe had to do with the cafeteria food and uh, unhealthy snacks that were being served and your school board and your nutrition council at your school and your food service department were trying to sort out ways of having healthy choices on the menu, right? So, what might you want to spend more of your energy on? Okay, not super great examples, but you get the gist of figuring out what's the importance, who is it going to impact, which leads us to our next question. What is the impact of you? putting out that fire, fanning that fire, ignoring it, and who does it impact? And how can you impact the most people in the most positive way? So when you think about deciding whether you need to spend more or less energy on that leadership fire, you want to ask yourself, who does it impact who will it impact if I do nothing about this? Who will I, Who will it impact if I do this about this? If I handle it a certain way and think about all of the people in the lives that will be touched by the decisions that you made around that leadership fire. That often will drive you into making the decisions that you need to make and it will help you to know whether you should put energy into that or whether you should walk away from that or empower somebody else to do that, which leads to the next one, the difficulty of the fire. So in the first example, we talked about the candy bar in the classroom. That is something that is not a difficult fire to be able to take care of. That is something that very easily the classroom teacher could totally handle that fire by reaching out to the parent and having a a conversation around that, right? That is not something as a leader that you need to get involved with every single time. That is one of my... Challenges, I think, as a leader is I have spent the last two years in the district that I'm in right now and wanting to build relational capacity and trust and to be in the trenches with my people. I think that that's really, really important, and I will live and and die by that, and I will always be in the trenches. But sometimes when you're in the trenches, you can get sucked into the things that your people can handle and empowering them and, and giving them The permission and the encouragement to handle it themselves is going to help you as a leader. And the beautiful thing is it's going to grow them in their leadership journey as well. So when you think about whether you should jump into that fire, ask yourself, what is the importance? What is the priority? And to whom is it most important? Just because it's an emergency to somebody else doesn't mean that it's actually an emergency to the greater good. What is the impact of your decisions and whether you get involved and how you get involved? And then the difficulty of that. And can you empower somebody else to help you to put out that fire? Finally, when you think about all of that, I encourage you to just write it down and get super, super clear. I know it takes time. I know you feel overwhelmed with all of the things going on in your life. But if you can take time now, again, to be proactive and think about what you can do, to help be intentional about your time and to be intentional about what areas you're gonna focus on, it's gonna save you time later. One of the things I just started doing is I've always used planners and to-do lists and sticky notes, but I've just, I've struggled with trying to find a system that could stick. So one of the things that I just created on my, um, Google docs, and I will be happy to share this with you if you want. It's super, super simple. And it just says got to do, and it's broken up into categories of all of the things that I got to do, not that I have to do, but that I got to do. And it helps me to keep my focus. One of the things I've been thinking about adding to that document is what are my values so that when I look at all of the things that I get to do, there's some things that are just non-negotiables that I just have to do or that you have to do as part of your leadership role. They might not be your favorite things, but they're just the stuff that you you have to do. But then what are the other things that you got to do and really writing down your values and aligning that so that when you look at your list of get to do's, does it align with your values and having that be in front of you every single day will help you to decide what you can let go and what you can take on. And then here's the other one that as leaders, we often have trouble with, and I I really, really need to grow in this area, and that's accepting help. And being willing to accept help from people and even taking it a step further, being willing to ask for help, ugh, like that's so hard for me to do. And I know as leaders, it's hard for many of you out there, but when we do that, like I said, we get to grow other leaders and really that is the goal of our leadership journey is to inspire and to empower others to build other leaders so that when you leave your organization, they are better off than when you came and you have built all of these other leaders that can carry on the legacy and the work and build other leaders so that ripple effect that we talk about that goes off into the pond the rock that's thrown in the pond and the ripples that keep going that is your goal so it starts sometimes with something just as simple as accepting help or asking for help and that means you need to take time and to figure out what it is that you can ask for help on and what areas can you empower other people. So when my colleague was in my office that day that I just was completely overwhelmed and I missed the schedule thing, she specifically said, what can I do to help? And I was completely embarrassed to be honest, because I was like, I don't even know, like I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know what to ask for help with. And then I was like, whoa, this, this needs to be this needs to be fixed and remedied and aligned and things need to get back in balance. So if you can write it down and you can be clear on your values and what's important to you, you can take the time that will also help you to decide what you can accept help on, what you can ask for help, who are the people in your organizations that you see leadership skills and qualities in, and what areas can you build on their strengths and empower them to grow and to grow your leadership things. So that's going to help. And then finally, I just, I want to encourage you to align your fires. So decide are there ways that your fires can be aligned? So for example, some of the irons that I have in the fire in my job right now, there's some work that I'm doing with some families on diversity and equity and inclusion, and that is something that excites me, that it fuels my soul. So if I can align those two things, so it is an iron in my fire that I'm focusing on and that's taking my energy, but it's also something that fuels my soul and keeps me going, that's a good thing, right? Being fearless, I love this quote be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. So, when you think about those good fires, what sets your soul on fire? What fires you up? What makes you excited? What makes you want to get out of bed in the morning and be excited to do all of the things? And if you can find a way to align those things with your get to do's as part of your leadership journey, that is where the magic happens right that's where the magic happens if most of your energy is able to go with what fuels you and what excites you that is where you're going to find the sweet spot of growing learning empowering others impacting people in a positive way if you are living in a state of constantly feeling like you are putting out dumpster fire after dumpster fire after dumpster fire that's out of your control I want to encourage you to take a minute and take a step back, to zoom out, as my colleague would say, and to figure out what do you need to do? We talked in last week's episode of how do you need to shift? What do you need to change a direction? Is there something differently that you need to consider? And finally, I think this is really important. Again, this beautiful colleague after that day that I just dropped the ball and she could tell, I think, that I was beating—I was beating myself up over honestly, kind of a simple mistake. Um, but she shared this quote with me, and she said, "You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep others warm." And as leaders, I think, especially now, especially now, with all of the things that are that are going on in the world, and all of the ways that people feel overwhelmed and exhausted. I see so many leaders out there pouring into their people and trying to do all of the things just to help their teams and their people. But in the process, they are setting themselves on fire and they are on the track to burn out and to burn out quickly. And so as leaders... We have to remember, and again, oftentimes when I have these podcasts, I'm speaking directly to myself and I need to listen to myself a little more often. We don't need to set ourselves on fire to keep others warm. There are ways to help keep others warm and to empower those people without burning ourselves to the ground. So it leads me to this next one. Ladies, she has fire in her soul and grace in her heart. I want to encourage you as you lead through all of these tricky situations and trying to figure out which problems, projects, fires you need to put out, fan, fuel, extinguish, whatever it is, give yourself grace. Give yourself the grace that you would give everybody else yourself those pep talks those affirmations get clear in what's important to you keep that fire in your soul keep that focus on what encourages you and inspires you and don't let the dumpster fires and the things that are out of your control and the things that exhaust you overwhelm the good positive fires in your soul and the things that just make you excited and alive and want to jump out of bed those are the things that people are going to remember. The way that you help others to feel. The way that you help others to feel excited and energized. And the ways that you build other leaders and give them the faith and the hope and a little bit of that spark in their own heart and their own soul, soul that can fuel them. That's what leadership's all about. And right now, it feels hard. It feels hard to manage all of that because there's so many things. And it feels like we need to be all of the things to all of the people. But we're not going to set ourselves on fire to keep others warm. We're going to empower others by staying clear on our focus. We're going to write it down. We're going to ask for help. We're going to accept help when it's offered. We're going to go into it. We're going to balance caution with confidence. And we're not going to be too much. We're going to ask ourselves what's important, what has impact, what's what's the difficulty level, avoiding distractions. And know we don't have to chase all of the fires, so friends, there was my really quick just on my heart on my mind reflections from this week in leadership, and I hope it resonated with you. I hope you can find some ideas, some solutions maybe it got you thinking about your own experiences. I would love to hear about that and just know that what you do matters, showing up matters, and give yourself grace. If you are making mistakes, it's okay. We all do. Some days the mistakes are bigger than others, and give yourself time to reflect, time to step back, to zoom out, to think about what you can do proactively moving forward, and to just really identify your goals and your values. And knowing this message, please spread the word. You are appreciated. You are loved. You matter. Thanks for listening and looking forward to chatting with you next week.